You don't need to let anxiety move in as your permanent roommate or fall asleep every night with stress as your companion. Avoiding speaking up to prevent anger from emerging during disagreements is not your only option. Your emotions don't have to take the wheel in your life. In fact, what your emotions truly desire is for you to lend them an ear. Emotions serve as messengers, carrying a wealth of information about you and your experience of the world. Today, I'm excited to share three steps to help you to get to know your emotions, understand where they come from, and decode the important message they have for you. Welcome to the Genius in You podcast. I'm Nayeli Duran, professional life and leadership coach. Let's get started. Let's imagine this together. It's 8 o'clock in the evening and your phone alerts you that you have received a new text message. When you open the message, you read the following. Let's meet tomorrow in the office at 10 a.m. We need to talk. And the message is from your boss. How would this message make you feel? If I will ask you right now, what would you do next after receiving the message? What would you do? I'm sure you have a right away answer. Because that's what we are used to do, to react to events. Whenever an outside event, something happens, we hear something, we receive that information and we jump into an action. I'm not going to name all the possibilities that can be done after that message because there are a lot of them. But what I want to invite you is to reflect that that's what we do most of the time every day. We receive outside information that trigger an emotion in us and we jump onto action. And every time we are acting, what we have skipped is to understand the emotion, to map the emotion and to gather the message from the emotion. And that is what I want to take you. I want to gift you today a technique that has been extremely valuable in my life. In sharing something very personal, one of the queen emotions in my life in the latest years has been anxiety. And with this technique I'm going to share with you, I have been able to manage it way better. Because one of the things that I have learned is that anxiety is not a bad thing. Actually, anxiety arrived to my life speaking louder because I haven't paid attention to it before. And it wasn't until I start a conversation with my emotions that I start being in charge of them and make them my partners. So today I'm going to gift you this tool that I also have shared sometimes with my clients in coaching. Today is here for you and I hope it's helpful. Let's go back to the example of the text message. In my case, receiving a text message from my boss at that time for us to meet next day without any context, will bring, for sure, as the first number one emotion, anxiety. And this is just to name one. So for this tool that I'm sharing with you, number one, it's going to be very important that you detect what is the emotion that will present to you or will arrive to you if you were in this situation receiving the text message. Think about it. Because the emotion that is showing up for me is not the same that is going to show up for you because we are different and we have different backgrounds and different stories. But maybe we are sharing the same emotion of anxiety. I want to also underline that many other emotions could follow, especially when we start having the conversation with them. We will discover who are the company of our first primary emotion. So number one, name your emotion. Second, we need to identify where the emotion manifests in our body. 
We call this mapping. Whenever an emotion comes up, we have the sensation, but we have the alert from our body. So in my case, anxiety feels in my chest. I feel like an oppression on my chest and I have learned to identify that that's my anxiety. Why is this very important? Well, first of all, anxiety, even though anxiety is anxiety, is going to show up differently for you than for me. Sometimes I have people saying, I notice my anxiety when my neck tense or my arms feel tired. So it's going to be showing differently for you. And that's why it's very important for you to identify what it is. And I want to share that a lot of times I'm unaware that anxiety is present. But now that I know how it shows up in my body, Sometimes I feel this pressure in my chest while I'm performing something, when I'm doing something. And then when I notice the sensation in my body, I know that something is making me anxious. And then is when I stop and I go to the third step. Third step is asking to the emotion, what is the message it has for you? In this case of the text message, I will ask my anxiety, why are you showing up? What is your message? And that's the beauty of talking to the emotions because sometimes they are going to give you answers and sometimes they are going to lead you to the next emotion. In my case, I will be feeling also fearful. So my anxiety will point out that, are we prepared? Because I'm afraid. And then I will ask my fear, why are you here? Because we need to know if you have done something wrong. So we are prepared. And that's the conversation that you could have with your emotions to understand why they are showing up as your allies and not as your tyrants. If I will answer in a concrete way on whether if we have done anything wrong to piss off my boss or how can we protect us because something that we messed up, if the answers are no, then I can trust that I address my emotions, their questions and also my questions. And we need to give trust the space to calm us down. So what about you? What about you on this third step? What is the message that the emotions that the text message provoking you are telling you? Now, summarizing what we just did, I want to invite you to notice something. Usually, when we receive an outside input, like the text message from a boss, we jump into action without considering anything that we just talked emotion, the feeling, and the message. So many times we make things worse. Many times we feel drained because there is a lot of energy on acting in everything that shows up in a day a day. But if instead just acting and acting and reacting, we pause and then start asking the questions to our emotions like, who are you? Where are you showing up in my body? And what is your message? It's like setting bumps in a road where otherwise you could just step on the gas and go so fast that maybe you will lose control of your car or in this case, your emotions, but rather these bombs or these questions help you to internalize what is happening to you and also to know yourself better. And you can practice this in a simple scenario as receiving a text message, being in a business meeting where things are not going as well as you imagine or are triggering you emotions that you find yourself reacting of the time. Instead, you could be applying this technique. I hope this is helpful for you. And I want to tell you that is in you the ability and the power of making this possible. 
I do not doubt about your capacity of managing your emotions. And by the way, a lot of people call this kind of exercises to earn emotional intelligence. I want to say to everyone that is out there feeling stress, feeling overwhelmed, or being burned out, that even though these are only just small steps, managing your emotion is going to help you tremendously to reduce the levels of anxiety, stress, fear, worry that you are managing right now. I want to continue inviting you to explore your powers and hold them high, to embrace and honor who you are, your authentic self, and to make a decision every day of making yourself happy. You deserve it. Until next time. Try me once again, my love. Call me once again. And ask me for the mood of world. 